Tashidelek and welcome to Tibet this week where we bring you weekly news on Tibet, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Central Tibetan Administration. Let's have a look at today's headlines. His Holiness the Dalai Lama grants audience to Tibetan settlement officers and European campaigners for peace. His Holiness the Dalai Lama expresses condolences to the Prime Minister of Nepal. His Holiness the Dalai Lama congratulates the new Kamba Lama of Mongolia. 16 Kasha convenes 5th Permanent Strategic Committee meeting. Sigyong Pembatsring inaugurates Strengthening Cultural Resilience of Tibetan Communities program. Women Empowerment Desk organizes conference on dialogue on women's empowerment within Tibetan community. Deputy Speaker visits Germany. Office of Tibet Canberra urges Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese to raise Tibet issue during China visit. Tibetan settlement officers meet for 15th administrative meeting. Education Kowloon sends congratulatory message on 25th year of Emory Tibet Partnership. WeTech holds strategic meeting and advocacy training. On Wednesday this week, His Holiness the Dalai Lama met a group of peace campaigners mostly from Europe headed by Sofia Strill River at his residence. His Holiness during the address to the group talked about the oneness of humanity followed by interactive questions from the group on climate crisis and how religion can influence the future of the world. Actually, we human beings, I think we too much emphasis we and they on the basis of a political reason, religious belief, or other thing. As a result, on this planet, we same human being suffer a lot through weapon. Now we should think new way look enter seven to eight billion human being. We are same. Also on Tuesday this week, His Holiness the Dalai Lama gave an audience to the group of 45 Tibetan settlement officers who were here in Taramshala to attend the 15th Administrative Conference for Tibetan Settlement Officers organized by Department of Home, Central Tibetan Administration. On Monday this week, His Holiness the Dalai Lama has written to Prime Minister of Nepal, Pushpa Kamal Tahal, to express his sadness about the devastating earthquake that recently struck Western Nepal, leading to the loss of precious human lives and many injuries. As a token of his solidarity, His Holiness made a donation towards the rescue and relief efforts. Also on Monday this week, His Holiness the Dalai Lama has written to the newly elected Kamba Lama of Gandhian Techuling, the principal Buddhist monastery in Mongolia, Geshe Jizun Doji, to congratulate him on his new position. In his letter, His Holiness stated that the Dharma has great potential to contribute to the well-being of humanity because it is rooted in non-violence and compassion. In a separate letter written to the outgoing Kamba Lama, Gebju Demdil Chejams, who is retiring due to his advanced age, His Holiness expressed admiration for the way he has promoted an approach to the Buddha's teachings founded on study, reflection on what has been learned and meditation on what has been understood. On Wednesday this week, the 16th Kashak of the Central Tibetan Administration convened its fifth strategy committee meeting in Taramshala. This three-day biannual meeting will follow up with the implementation of measures 
choked out at the previous four meetings and additionally will discuss the progress of the ongoing strategic programs and deliberate on future advocacy initiatives as per the committee's objectives. Marking the watershed moment in history, Sikyong Pembatsing of the Central Tibetan Administration launched the program Strengthening Cultural Resilience of Tibetan Communities organized by the Department of Religion and Culture and funded by the USAID on 3rd November at the Kashak Secretariat. In his inaugural address, Sikyong apprised the gathering of the broad scope of the program and its significance, especially given its connection to His Holiness the Dalai Lama's vision. Furthermore, he underscored the need for preservation of the precious manuscript by digitizing them in keeping with the times. The three-year-long program is an ambitious project seeking to preserve and promote Tibetan religion, culture and language to further elevate the distinct cultural identity at the international platform. Mulam Tibetan IT Research Center and Education Software Developer launched its Mulam Artificial Intelligence AI at the Tibetan Institute of Performing Arts in the presence of the leadership of the Central Tibetan Administration on 3rd November. The new feature of the software introduced to the audience after a brief opening speech by Geshe Lopsang Mulam, the founder and CEO of the Mulam Tibetan IT Research Center, to make its debut in today's world of artificial intelligence that has recently drawn massive attention throughout the globe. This pioneering Tibetan AI tool allows users to access four primary machine learning models. The machine translation model, optical character recognition model, speech-to-text model, and text-to-speech model. The Women's Empowerment Desk of the Department of Finance, Central Tibetan Administration, held a three-day dialogue on women's empowerment within Tibetan community in Dharamshala on 3rd November. Sigyong Pembatsering, in his address as the chief guest, shared that this was the 16 Kashak's first conference concerning women's empowerment since assuming office. He urged the attendees to participate wholeheartedly in the discussions to enable the compiling of responses that are relevant and practical to the Tibetan societal setting and can bring forward suggestions to review the current policy on women empowerment. In addition, Sikyong spoke about the importance of Tibetan society in moving forward with times and bringing to an end to all circumstances related to gender-based violence. Special guest Dr. Poonam Smith Serene, Deputy Director of the General Development Office of USAID, applauded Tibetan society for holding such conferences which allow for discussions on the issue and compilation of responses. The three days conference discussed on themes such as women's leadership at the Central Tibetan Administration, women's leadership at the grassroots, women and health, women and mental health, education and gender, law and gender, and violence against women. Etc. Deputy Speaker Domas Ringtekang of the Tibetan Parliament in exile as part of the delegation of members of South Asian parliamentarians has been on a study tour to Germany from 5th to 11th November. Other members of the delegation include Sri Sujit Kumar, a member of Rajya Sabha, India, Dr. P. Sudarshini Fernandopoli, a member of parliamentarian Sri Lanka, Nagina Yadav, a member of the House of Representatives, Nepal, Ali Nizar, Mayor of Adu City, Maldives Democratic Party, Tsering Tsomo, Member of Parliament, Bhutan, and Sri Bujendra Singh, Member of Parliament, Lok Sabha, India. 
During one of the engagements, Deputy Speaker Domat Ring raised the issues relating to Tibet and Tibetans to draw the attention of the esteemed German officials for their consideration and gave appeal letters on behalf of the Tibetan parliament in exile. Representative Kama Singe of Tibet Information Office in Canberra wrote to Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese on the eve of his visit to China, urging him to raise Tibet with Chinese President Xi Jinping and other Chinese Communist Party leaders. In the letter dated 30 October, Representative Kama mentioned critical situation inside Tibet, threat on Tibet's national identity under China's repressive policies and security apparatus. The representative urged the Prime Minister to make a strong public statement highlighting Australia's concerns regarding the situation in Tibet and calling on the need for a dialogue between the representatives of His Holiness the Dalai Lama and the Chinese government to resolve the long-standing Sino-Tibet conflict. The Australia-Tibet Council, the largest Tibet support group in Australia, also urged the Prime Minister Albanese to raise the human rights abuses occurring in Tibet at the hands of the Chinese government with Chinese government counterparts while in China. The Department of Home Central Tibetan Administration commenced the 15th Administrative Conference of the Tibetan Settlement Officers at Kanjeng Kishong. During the inaugural ceremony, Sikyong Pembasering addressed the conference on issues pertaining to current Kasha's welfare policies. He stressed that the Tibetan settlement officers refer to the 16 Kasha's vision paper as a guideline for central Tibetan administration, civil servants, and hence briefly talked about its core ideas. He emphasized truthfulness, transparency, and working in compliance with provisions of the Charter to be predominant principles of the TSOs to conduct their responsibilities. Secretary Pandit Thuntup, in his opening remarks, said the meetings aim to gather briefings on settlement officers' undertakings and deliberate thoroughly on proposed agendas concerning the welfare of exiled Tibetans in order to implement them later in their respective settlement. On Thursday this week, the former Kalun Tiba of the Central Tibetan Administration, Professor Samdong Rumbuche, addressed the settlement officers gathered in Dharamshala for the conference. The 84-year-old former Kalun Tiba spoke in length, emphasizing the duties of the Tibetan settlement officers in fulfilling His Holiness the Dalai Lama's aspirations. Furthermore, he advised the settlement officers to continue with efforts for the sustenance of Tibetan settlements and on the same note, he called upon the participants for the promotion of basic human values, which is among the four principal commitments of His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Forty-five participating Tibetan settlement officers, including chief representative officers of South Zone, Shimla and Ladakh, attended the conference. On Monday this week, Kalun Thalam Doma Changra, Department of Education, Central Tibetan Administration, in a video message, congratulated the Center for Contemplative Science and Compassion-Based Ethics, also referred to as Emory Compassion Center, Emory University, for its 25 years of long-standing collaboration with His Holiness the Dalai Lama and affiliation with the Debung Losaling Monastery, South India. Kalun thanked the center for their support in training many Tibetan educators to become certified C-learning facilitators over the years and said so far 15,000 Tibetan students from 62 schools has benefited from these trainings. I deeply rejoice in the successful accomplishment of Amory Compassion Center towards the fulfillment of far-sighted 
vision of His Holiness, the 14th Malay Lama, in making a peaceful planet for everyone. The administration of Emory University deserves great appreciation for the guidance and support rendered to the Compassion Center. On November 6, Emory University President Gregory Fenwis, along with leaders from the Debung Loseling Monastery, the Library of Tibetan Works and Archives, and Institute of Buddhist Dialectics, celebrated the 25th anniversary and the renewal of the partnership between Emory and Debung Loseling. Hello, my name is Brendan Ozawa de Silva. I work here at the Center for Contemplative Science and Compassion-Based Ethics at Emory University. Um, to me, the significance of this day is we get to celebrate 25 years of a very wonderful partnership that for me started with a great moment of openness, vision, and humility from both sides. On the one side, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Draping Muslim Monastery uh, being willing to explore what this collaboration with Western education and modern science would look like. And on the other hand, Emory University having the humility, vision, and openness to learn from a traditional culture and traditional civilization of uh, Tibetan Buddhist culture and the culture that the Tibetans preserved from ancient India in terms of the philosophy and psychology of the mind and emotions. And today we get to see how far that vision has come that openness, that epistemic humility, that willingness to learn from one another and engage in dialogue. There are so many incredible programs and it is wonderful to see Emory as president and provost and the dean of the college showing that the support from the administration for this partnership is as strong as ever. 25 years ago, Emory Presidential Distinguished Professor the Dalai Lama was present at the signing of the groundbreaking collaboration between Emory and Debung Loseling called the Emory-Tibet Partnership. The agreement was the first of its kind between a Western institution and a preeminent Tibetan monastic university. Today, in recognition of the tremendous accomplishments that have been a result of this unique partnership, we embark on the next chapter of our shared journey together. By renewing an agreement, together we commit to furthering the goals and understandings of collaborative programming that advances the shared vision of His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Emory University for an education of heart and mind. In a spirit of mutual respect and interest in learning from each other's traditions of knowledge and wisdom accumulated over two millennia, Emory University and Drepung Losling pledge their goodwill towards a friendly, mutually beneficial, continued cooperative relationship. Designed to advance His Holiness the Dalai Lama's vision for the education of heart and mind and the university's mission to create, preserve, teach and apply knowledge in the service of humanity. The original partnership has evolved into global center of education and research called the Center for Contemplative Science and Compassion-Based Ethics, the Compassion Center. The Compassion Center works alongside scientists, educators, contemplatives, and philanthropists to pioneer programs at the intersection of science and spirituality. The Department of Information and International Relations successfully wrapped up the Europe Regional VTAC Strategic Meeting and Advocacy Training on November 5th at Retreat House Berkhoff, Germany. Tenzin Lekshe, the Additional Secretary of the Department of Information and International Relations, 
of Central Tibetan Administration, Tenzi Pamo, staff at Tibet Advocacy Section and DIR introduced WeTech and made presentation of the International Youth Forum Action Plan. So this time, uh, since this is the first kind of uh, uh, interactions between the uh, young Tibetans, uh, especially the VTAC members, uh, which also involved uh, with the Tibetan associations and the Tibetan representatives of the Tibetan uh, Office of Tibet in Europe and the uh, Tibetan Parliament members in Europe. So there was a robust kind of understanding and interaction between the young Tibetans, which make them to uh, to um, to be the voice of the Tibetans in Europe. So this is a uh, a, a successful success story uh, of the the recently held Europe Vtex strategy meeting. Uh, in the future, uh, since this is the first attempt uh, to engage with the young Tibetans in Europe, uh, uh, next year we'll have the International Youth Forum. Uh, every year we are going to have the International Forum so that uh, more and more young Tibetans uh, in different parts of the world can engage and become the voice of the Tibetans and the Tibetan cause. Uh, now uh, we have the similar kind of a uh, strategy meeting and training in Australia as well as in India. So in India uh, we are calling somewhere around 30 different young uh, VTAC members uh, to again strategize uh, on the regional activities and programs and plans uh, that will be held from uh, 13th of November to 15th of November. And uh, similarly uh, in Australia also we have a similar plan of meeting, holding a meeting with the VTEC members and the young Tibetans in Australia. The Europe-based Tibetan members of the Parliament, Venerable Thupne Wangchen and Thupne Gyatso, provided insight into the situation of Tibet and Tibetans residing in Europe. Representative Sonam Tsiring Farsi of Office of Tibet London and Representative Rinzin Churin Genkang of Office of Tibet Brussels delivered their address on Europe-China relations and Tibet advocacy. Mandy McGovern, the Executive Director of the International Tibet Network, and Gloria Montgomery, the Coordinator of Tibet Advocacy Coalition, conducted advocacy training focused on tactics and strategies to be implemented in order to have an impactful advocacy. The countrywide groups successfully held their presentation on their concrete regional action plans. 45 VTAC members from nine different European countries Australia, Belgium, France, Germany, England, Netherlands, Poland, Spain, and Switzerland participated in the meeting. That is all the news for this week's edition of Tibet This Week. Thank you for watching Tibet TV.